How are we today, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy coming at you live. Today we are talking about why people hate politics so much. I know there's uh, probably a lot of people out there who were uh, not expecting my uh, pod to be so politically motivated. um, Because when I started, I said I wanted to do a range of topics. But, uh, I mean, it's very important to me, politics that is. Um, I believe it should be important to everyone. And uh, I especially think uh, in the current climate we're in, uh, culturally, economically, socially, um, we definitely should be uh, all politically motivated and politically involved. So uh, as much as I'm sure the three people who listen to this podcast are annoyed, uh, today, yet again, we will be talking about politics. Go ahead and roll the intro music. So it's very evident to me that a lot of people do not enjoy the subject of politics, whether that's your local politics, uh, talking about taxes or uh, what would you call it, like property lines or road construction, or especially nowadays, uh, bigger politics, nationwide politics, uh, the president of the United States. All that stuff. Uh, Most people don't really get enjoyment out of talking about, hearing about, listening to, reading about, anything to do with politics. But uh, I find that it is incredibly important to be politically involved. Um, And also, you can find enjoyment in it. It's not an enjoyable thing. I mean, I definitely don't get excited every time a new uh, article about Trump comes out. But, uh, I mean, you can find entertainment in it and enjoyment in it if you throw yourself in it and really get involved. Um, So today I'm going to talk more about uh, just the abstract uh, reasoning behind, I guess it's not abstract, the more big picture reason why people don't uh, generally like to get involved in politics. Um, I'm not really going to get too specific on local politics, statewide politics, or anything like that, because uh, I want to try to keep these pods beneath 25 to 20 minutes. Um, so let's talk. Um, it is so, so very evident that I'd say a good 80% of people either, uh, intentionally do not involve themselves in politics, whether that's not watching the news when the politics comes on, whether that's not reading articles, whether that's not getting involved in political conversations. Um, Some people unintentionally do. They kind of just don't find interest in it, so they scroll by. They're not intentionally saying, fuck this, I don't want to read about this stuff. Um, But they're also not trying to get involved. But I found that uh, because, for example, myself... I only within probably the last five or six years became uh, motivated to try to involve myself in learning about politics, um, becoming, uh, uh, I guess, how would I want to put this? Trying to throw myself into it, really read as much as I can, learn as much as I can. Um, And I've definitely enjoyed that and I'm glad that I did it. Uh, I'm glad it brought me to where I am now. Um and I think that 
with enough education and with enough uh, trying, it's really not that difficult to uh, get involved in politics uh, and to really learn the ins and outs, um, for example. Um, But what I want to talk about, like I said, is the reasoning behind why I believe people don't like to get involved in politics. I think there's a couple things. Um, so we'll we'll go big picture first. All right. So the main reason across the board why people don't like hearing about, learning about, talking about, getting involved with politics is because uh, that's the way that the powers that be want it to be. Um, I mean, you always hear the saying, there's three things you don't talk about at a family get-together religion, politics, and whatever the third thing is, um, but, I mean, that's true, I intentionally don't talk about politics with my family, because they are very right-wing, and I am not, um, they're very conservative, Christian, white people, and I try my best to be the opposite of that, um, and I think that's because, that has been instilled in us because that's the way, like I said, that the powers that be want it to be. Um, I mean, if you're in charge and the best thing you can do is stigmatize, uh, political involvement, stigmatize radicalism, stigmatize any opposition towards your administration or your group that is in power. I mean, that's what you're going to want to do. Um, that's why we see a lot of small revolutions, a lot of small union, uh, strikes, a lot of small uh, sit-ins really get it, getting crushed because for ever since there was a guy in charge, he has made it a point to make sure that those who stand against him uh, are blasphemed in the media, are uh, physically, mentally, and emotionally uh, assaulted and drained. Um, he makes sure that everyone else who is not a part of that group is against them. And, I mean, why wouldn't you? If you hold the power, the last thing you want to do is give it up. So I think through hundreds of thousands of years of having a guy or a group of guys in charge uh, who made it their point to make sure that no one could stand against them or would stand against them, after hundreds of thousands of years of that, uh, the mentality now is, uh, whether it's conscious or not, that it's wrong to oppose the status quo. It's wrong to oppose those who hold the power. And a lot of people like myself and a couple of my friends who are uh, very politically involved on social media and stuff like that, who post a lot about the things going on in our society, in our nation, in our world, we're often ostracized. I mean, like, the amount of times that someone comments like, all right, give it up, we get it, or comments, don't you have a life, or something like that. I mean, how can you sit here and say that, like, all right, so there's a president, there's a Supreme Court, there's a House of Representatives, there are co- there's a Congress, there's this huge chain, this huge group of people who run your everyday life. And I think America as a country has done a good job of making it so people don't really recognize that their lives are being controlled by the government and by politics. Um, because then that way it's less likely that people want to, like I said, get involved. I mean, if you think that going out and voting 
or uh, researching politicians or doing anything like that, if you think the people who are in charge of our country have no effect on your day-to-day life, you're an idiot. But you're also uh, a propagandized idiot. You're a brainwashed idiot because that's exactly how they'd want you to think. I mean, if you think that going out and voting has no power, if you think that doing your research and really looking into different politicians and really, you know, getting involved in activism and do if you really think that all that stuff has no effect in your life, you're not going to want to do it. And therefore, you're not going to oppose the people in charge and they get to hold the power. And I think America, because of the uh, different branches of government, uh, the hundreds of thousands of people who are in government, the different forms of government, all these things, I think they've done a very good job of staying behind the curtain and pretending like they're not pulling the strings when in fact they are. Um, So I think that's got to be the main reason why people don't like to get involved in politics because they are, um, it's very stereotyped, stigmatized, um, it's very frowned upon and a lot of people are brainwashed into thinking that, um, it's like weird or insane or just odd to uh, want to be involved and informed and things like this. Um, and that kind of goes hand in hand with the other two reasons. I mean, off the top, propaganda, brainwashing, reasons why people don't want to get involved. But those filter in and into different reasons like, um, for example... I lost my train of thought. Um, shoot. For example, a lot of times on social media, like I said, people like to say, go get a life. Um, it's very, 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 very common now because of social media that uh, your political ideology is out in the open, whether you do it intentionally or not by posting about it or maybe you share a meme. And now that's what everyone sees you as. So, I think because of my experience on social media when it comes to politics, I know that if you don't hold the opinion of the, you know, the those in charge and the, the majority, you are very often uh, criticized terribly. Um, you're called out, you're mocked, you're uh, basically made to be a fool um, because these people think that holding any opposing view to the one that is currently uh, in power is like insane. But I think what people don't really commonly think about is the fact that, um, so America is only, let's see here, 1776, it's 2019. Let's do some math here. So that's what? Fucking... 43 years to get to 1819. So 243 years old. Correct my math if I'm wrong. I probably am. America's 243 years old. The world is like... I think 6 or 7 billion years old? Something like that? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I should have... Oh my god. Alright. Um... European countries are only like a thousand years old. Uh, the, the civilizations and countries that came before, they all thought the way that they were running the shit was right. And the people that they ruled over thought that it had to be right because that's the way that it is, was currently being run. But the problem with that mentality is the fact that you don't think about, like, shit was different once. Like, for example, 
America was 100% Christian. Form of Christian when it was first colonized, when it first became a country. Uh, It no longer is. But I'm certain, and I know this for a fact because there's still people who hold this opinion. uh, There was and is people who believe that it 100% should be a Christian country. But just because that's the way it was doesn't mean that's the way it should be. And we see that in the fact that it no longer is that way. Um, Capitalism didn't always exist. Uh, American money did not always exist. Christianity did not always exist. So simply because something is does not mean it should be. And I think that's where a lot of people lose interest in politics because they feel like America is such this great country and since it is such a great country there's no reason to change it because it's quote-unquote always been this way so why would we change it and of course we know that this mentality is held by the masses because propaganda has ruled those masses for so long I mean even before this country has existed there was Great Britain there was France there was Italy all these you know uh very not necessarily christian but very strict religious uh ethnocentric uh imperialistic countries um who wanted to make sure that the population not only supported them as people but supported the way that they were running the country and supported the way that people before them ran the country and people after them were going to because if you don't have the support of the population then there's no one to rule because what the ruling class is very good at recognizing is that they are the minority the ruling class is so minimal compared to the population that it's insane that they've ever held power but they do and they have forever and the same mentality and the same way of running the thing running the country has been done in every massive country colony whatever you want to call it like where they create this mentality that because it has a lot to do with nationalism and a lot to do with uh religious and uh racist uh bigotry Um, It has a lot to do with the condemnation of the other, I guess you'd call it. Because, I mean, if you look out into the world, you see so many different, different, Jesus Christ. You see so many different types of other. You see uh, religious bigotry, like I said, racism. You see sexism. You see transphobia. You see uh, not even just racism, but ethnocentrism. Like, there's white Germans who hate white Italians like it it's crazy and the ruling class sees that and feeds into it because if there is division then there isn't a a, an amassed group to take power so it's all all that's necessary is everyone needs to take a black pill I mean like all the facts are right in front of you We unintentionally notice it every so often. It's like being in the fucking Matrix. Like, sometimes people who you wouldn't even realize recognize it. My grandma the other day 
said, was talking about her social security, and she was like, I can't believe that there's people like the guy who own, owns Amazon who gives up $50 billion for his divorce, and I'm lucky if I can afford to pay my heat every single month in the winter because of my social security. The only thing that is keeping people out of politics is their own misunderstanding and stigma of what politics means. Well-run, quote-unquote, good politics is not this messy, uh, immoral, dehumanizing, uh, corrupt, capitalistic thing that we see it as today. And I think if people took a step outside of their own uh, brainwashed minds, they'd recognize that the reason why they feel like politics is so shitty and why politics in this country and a lot of other countries are so shitty is because of the corruption that comes from capitalism, the corruption that comes from white nationalistic capitalism that is rooted in hate and exploitation. Um, which it's like, a, I guess you, what is it? Catch 22, I think it's called where the thing is the thing. Like it's a circle. So the propaganda creates this idea that like the politics are so shitty, but the politics then become so shitty because the corruption that is there, that is the the corruption that then creates the propaganda of how terrible politics is. Like, it's it's just it's insane. It's a lot to comprehend sometimes. But I think the the best thing that we can do as a country and as human fucking beings is uh, recognize that we have the power to rule ourselves. We don't need someone in charge in the sense that we see it today. We don't need a president. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you have strong unions, if you have strong communities, if you have strong local government, if you have uh, strong uh, solidarity within people, groups, like, not even just working class versus you know, the ruling class, but just as human fucking beings, if we recognize that, like, we are all human, we're all here, we're all living, and we're all trying our best to live another day, if we all recognize that and recognize that us helping someone else can therein help us live better lives, like, we can make the world a better place. But until we get rid of this brainwashed fuckery that we call capitalism, this will never happen because the main underlying root fucking motivation behind capitalism is the exploitation and confusion of the working class. If you can keep them divided, confused, brainwashed, and ready to work, they will never take over. And it's you've seen it in every single society that has ever existed. But 
we are lucky to live in the day and age that we do with the technology that we do with the information that we do with the availability of the information that we have we can make a change we can do it and honestly it's starting to feel like we might but we really need to step our game up and soon as always this has been your boy annoying question boy if you have any comments, concerns, or questions, go ahead and find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Annoying Question Boy. Uh, if you wanted to, if you like this and wanted to give it a share, that would be uh, super uh, lit, as the kids are saying nowadays. Um, and yeah, uh, go ahead and throw a Molotov uh, cocktail at a at a bourgeoisie motherfucker start a revolution and uh 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 fuck sea world yep okay that's it bye bye